Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we are chatting about can you be soft without losing your edge? The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right, so this was an episode I was originally going to call um, what happens when the pendulum swings too far. And what I found as I was kind of putting out, like I usually do a little bit of an outline, um, you know, what was kind of coming through was the message of, can you be soft without losing your edge? Because that's essentially the question I asked myself. So I'm going to kind of back up in case you have not um, been tuning in or have not heard some of the episodes towards the end of last year. So last year I was really working on cultivating more kapha into my life. So in Ayurveda, kapha is one of the doshas and it is the grounded mama earth energy. Like you just want to give up and give this person a hug. They're so just like those sweet people. So I was like, okay, I really want to bring in some of that. I consider it some feminine flow energy. And um, what ended up happening was I did, I brought that in, but I really feel like I gutted who I was to my core. Like I'm a pitta, I'm a fiery pitta, and I like to get stuff done. I love my to-do list. Uh, and what I found at the end of this, this is why I asked that question, can you be soft without losing your edge? Because I feel like I just got soft and I did lose my edge. I went too far over on my pendulum. It swung way too far in the opposite direction. So this was something that I really wanted to start to address and just kind of figure out, okay, well, where, what does this play in my life? How can I find that balance? And how can I notice a little bit sooner before I go out of balance, that um, I won't say severely, but it was something that I did start to notice. I was just like my energy, my motivation, plus it's been a long winter. So it's just been a rough um, past few months just in general. And I know it's not only for me. Um, and so that, and then I had to look into that. I'm like, is this playing a factor? Or is it because I just pushed too far in one direction away from my true essence? So I wanted to know, can I still be a feminine? but not completely lose that kind of masculine energy or that masculine edge um, from, from myself, you know? Because if I look back at my, my life, I was a three-sport athlete in high school and in college. I was a double major and minor in college. I've always had three or four jobs. I started my own business. Um, I'm always learning about subjects. I learn about, I went through a yoga course for nine months. Now I'm in Ayurveda for like four years. Now I'm learning about herbs. I'm always doing stuff. I always want to learn and I just want to, um, you know, tackle as many different things as possible and really get a good breadth of knowledge. Cause they're all, if you look at them, they're all related to wellness. And, um, that's kind of where I feel my wheelhouse is. You know, I've had people ask like, what are you most passionate about? I'm like, Ayurveda. Like that's where it really comes down for me. It's just incorporating that into my life and into my, my clients' lives as much as possible and just showing people simple ways to do that. And so that's something that I have found has really been helpful for me and finding that flow and getting myself back on track, you know? So I feel like first we have to look back. What went wrong then? So how did you go from one extreme to back to your balanced self, which to me is not extreme. Now, if you're listening and you're naturally a kapha, doing to-do lists, doing um, routines, having stuff like planned out, that's going to really not probably be your forte. And that's not going to be where you feel grounded and where you feel balanced. But if you're a pitta or 
even type A is like, you'll understand like that's when you feel balanced is when you have those things going. So that's kind of where you can see, okay, well, this is why this, I am a kapha because that is my natural state. I am a pitta because that's me, or I am a vata. My natural state likes things to be a little bit all over. I'm really like to be in my head um, just as long as I stay grounded. So you can kind of have one of those um, doshas that you re really relate to. So the feminine flow to me is where I started to feel like I needed to look a certain way or to be a certain type of energy. So for me, this is what started going wrong. I felt like I needed to fit a mold. You know, I had this idea of, oh, I don't look like the other people I put on these feminine um, platforms. And that, again, this is my projection. This is not um, anyone else's but my own. And I know that we all do this. We project out onto other people. We think that this is what's happening when really that's just our own thoughts. You know, so in my head, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm a personal trainer. I'm also running moon circles. Those are very extreme odds. You know, how can I be such an earthy medicine woman, you know, with my Ayurveda? And I also love to lift heavy weights and I love to feel strong and have muscles, you know? So that's where I feel that cultivating that kapha energy really just stirred up confusion in my body when my mind was already at odds of what, what should I look like? So recently I just decided I was just going to going to be that girl. I am going to be that girl because that is me. I love training and lifting weights, having muscles. I also love meditating, moon circles, creating herbal recipes in the kitchen. I'm a multifaceted human, just like all of us are. You know, if we try to put ourselves in a box because we feel like this is going to be easier for someone to get me if I say I'm XYZ, I just feel like I need to stop playing those rules and stop playing by that game. And I just, um, it's freeing to me to be like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I have a lot of different things, you know, and I kind of go by their labels at first. And then we dive in from there because most people, when I tell them I'm an Ayurvedic coach, then I ask them and they kind of nod. And then I say, do you know what that is? And then we go into what Ayurveda is because most likely they don't, and they're just being polite. And that's something that, um, I want to kind of challenge, I guess, and just feel feel the need to actually say that rather than just being like, okay. And it does actually depend on the day you catch me. For the most part, I'm starting to say it more. But if I don't want to go into detail or if I'm short on time, I'll just say I'm a trainer. I own my own business. Boom. People understand it. Great. So this is something that um, I feel like if you have many roles in your life, you're kind of going through like, what, how long of a story do I want to tell this person? What, what area are they going to think I'm super weird? And I've already, um, I'm just kind of moving past that. You know, I feel like I just need to push away from that. I actually had a recent, um, conversation with someone and they asked me on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? And I was like, well, this is just a great question in my head. I immediately was like, I'm a 10, but, um, instead my response was, well, my favorite singer is Michael Bolton. And to which this person responded with, well, that puts you at a six automatically and you're probably get some other quirks from there. So I'm like, yeah, I know I'm probably a 10. So this is where I think um, when we try to push away those quirks that we have and we try to kind of push them down, like, Ooh, I totally am quote unquote normal. Like we lose the essence of who we are and we can get just kind of, um, you know, we just feel washed out almost. If we scroll through social media all day, we're like, oh, I'm the same as this person or, oh, I should be doing it this way. Rather than seeing, I'm not the same as them. I don't, I don't believe that. Like I love Michael Bolton. I also love my Hallmark movies. Um, all of those things that that's, that's what makes me unique. You know, I love Murder, She Wrote. I also love 
Um, you know, my moon circles, I love my, my herbal apothecary that I'm building. I love to work out, pull Oracle cards. You know, these are all just different things. And, um, the more that you dive into your own life, I'm sure you're going to be like, okay, I have some quirks too. And that's what makes it fun because who wants to talk about the same old boring things with people all day long when they're like, oh, cool. You're into, um, this plant or you're into plant medicine. Yeah. Let's geek out and talk about that. And that's where I think the fun and the deep connections can really come into our lives. So how can we keep our innate nature and still function in our world today? Really the main thing I think that I've been preaching for the last few years is just slowing down and listening. You know, I just attended a yoga class this past week with my mentor and she reminded us to come back to our breath, listen to our body. It's always talking to us. And I think that when we take the time to do that, you know, I call it my divine time every morning. Um, and then now I've been putting evenings because evening routines are always been my Achilles heel. Like that's hard for me to just sit down and do something in the evening when I'm tired. So I just put it on my um, planner. I wrote what I wanted to do every night this week. And so far, two of the three nights this week, I have actually done it. Um, and so that's something that I feel proud of. It's not going to be, I'm not aiming perfect to, for perfection because that's just not realistic when you're starting a new habit. But if I'm like, okay, two out of three nights so far, that's a great start. Um, that's something that you can kind of sink your teeth into. And you're like, okay, this is something I can work on. And that helps us keep our innate nature. So I'm, I'm everything I'm putting on my list, I'm putting because I want to do that. It's something that's important to me. And um, for me to be able to make time for these little things like journaling or another session of meditation or um, writing down the recipes that I've been making, because I have not been doing that, writing them down and putting them in my book, those are all things that are important to me. And so making sure I make time to do that rather than just like sitting down and watching a TV show. You know, some of them I can actually have the TV going and do an activity if I want, if I feel the need to. So that's kind of where I play with it. And I just decide what do I need that night? So how can you start to align your goals? This is a super important question I think to ask is how can you align your goals to your current self to help better the future you? So that's a lot to chew on, you know, but this is something to journal about right now. Thinking about that, how can you start to align your goals to your current self to help better the future you. So again, for me, just a great example was what I did with the planner is writing down what I wanted to do for an evening routine because that's going to better my future self. So the stuff I put on there was all stuff that I want to do. I want to have my big book of recipes. I want to create stuff um, and my herbal medicine in the kitchen. I actually just had a, a request to um, give out some of this. My, uh, I, I use it as moisturizer, but I made some moisturizers with some rosehip and elderberry and I had a gal at the gym. She's like, oh my gosh, I would love to try it. And I'm like, hey, I'm totally in the trial process. So if you want some, I will totally give it to you for free and just give me feedback. So this is kind of what I want to do. And I want to share that. And I would not have even known that, that that was she was looking for. But I interjected because she was, ch she was chatting and there was an opening. And I said, hey, I've been making my own because they were talking about how expensive makeup was. And I'm like, I've been making my own moisturizer. And she was intrigued and she wanted some. And so this is kind of, I mean, it's stuff like that where, it naturally unfolds like your talents and what you're interested in. If you're listening and um, you know, just putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, I do that. And, and if you want to test it for me, that'd be great. And obviously it might not be, you know, with an herbal apothecary, but something like that in your life where you have those um, ways to say, Oh yeah, I'm into that too. Or this is how we can connect. 
because I always talk about making connections and meeting people as well. So hopefully that didn't go all over, <laughs> but that is the question I do want you guys to kind of think about. And um, another one actually for me, so how can you start to align your goals to your current self to help your, you better your future self? One of the ones that I really have been working on is I, my goal is to really um, tone up. So I want to be a lot more muscular. And by a lot, I mean like just have my arms toned again and have my six pack back by summer. And so I know I can do this if I just clean up my habits. Um, that means making sure I have my early lighter dinners, really watching the midday snacking, making sure I stick to my intermittent fasting, four or five, um, like a hit lifting sessions a week. And all of that works for me and interval running. So that's where I know, great, that works for me. So when you're thinking about that, you have to think about what, what works for you. Where are you now? And this, the plan I just laid out, if you're not, if you're not, I don't have any of those um, habits down, I would not start with what I just laid out. This is a pretty um, more advanced plan, I guess. So if you're used to working out a ton and your habits are pretty honed in, then like what I just said that I'm doing, it might work for you. But that is something that um, is super individual. You know, it really is where you are at in your life and what works best for you. And we are, we are all different. So just want to preface with that. So that's another goal that I have. And so I just have to clean up those habits. And if you're thinking about your life, you're like, okay, I'm the same way. I just got to clean up some of these little things that are going on in my life. So that's really what I have for you guys this week. I was just kind of paying attention to that because I really think that we can you know, can back to the first question, can you be soft without losing your edge? I really think we can. I think we can still be soft and we can do it without losing our edge. That's what I've been practicing the last few months is, you know, still being feminine, still um, letting myself cry if I need to, letting myself um, be more vulnerable because that's something that I will do is put up a wall. And at my very first um, Ayurvedic school, like we had our session this past week, um, we meet every Tuesday. And for the next year, and then I will officially be an Ayurvedic practitioner at the end of March, 2020, which is exciting. Um, but with that, I said this year, my intention is to make sure I take down, you know, kind of those armors and, you know, be more vulnerable and let myself, you know, share here are some of my fears. So that's, that was something I want to do. And I feel like that is me being soft and feminine, but I'm still not going to lose my edge. So I'm not going to be going around, um, you know, around my day and just, you know, crying at a whim's notice, like that's not my innate, you know, personality, but I'm not going to hold back tears where maybe I would have in the past. Like I will let them flow. I will let myself really feel my feelings. So that's kind of where I find that balance. So I really do think that you can be soft without losing your edge. Um, and it is a delicate balance. It's practice. It takes work. Like this isn't going to happen overnight. This has been years, years in the making actually for myself. So that's where, um, you know, I've been really working on that. So I am about done because my throat, as you can hear, so I ran out of fire cider this winter. We ran out probably a month ago and um, just because it's been such a rough winter and fire cider, I cannot, I cannot um, tell you how important it is for me in my routine for staying healthy. I've had that. I took anytime I felt sick or um, like a feeling of cold coming on, it, it's, it kept it away all winter long. And I ran out and I, it takes a month to make it. So that's why I haven't made it again because it just you know, by the time it's done, it's going to be April. Then I'm like, am I really going to need it over the summer? And so I'd never made any more. Now I've been using elderberry syrup and that's been working actually really well too. I, it's helping me 
hold off on my son's cold, but I just have a scratchy throat in the process of this. So this is where some of those like little tips like that, like making your fire cider and your elderberry syrup, that's something that's super doable. And I feel like it's a great thing just to have on hand. Um, and I give elderberry syrup to my son, like he'll have that. Now I should have done it um, more frequently. And I think I could have held off on the cold that he has now um, if I would have actually given it more preventative for him. So working on that, but you know, he's only three, so it's still a, you know, he's can't quite tell me he's starting to come down with something. So once he gets a little bit older, that will be a little bit easier for me to navigate. But anywho, before I go on and on, um, our weekly challenge, I want to challenge you guys to look at your life and look where you might see that pendulum swinging too far in one direction. So just kind of look at that, seeing where you're out of balance and coming back to your balance. Cause again, that's going to look different for me, for you, for um, another person, we all have a different definition of what balance looks like in our life. And it's not everything, you know, completely the same. So if we cut up a piece of pie, not every slice will be the same size. It's going to be different. And that is different balance, depending on the season you're in, um, depending on where you're at in your life, all of that stuff. So don't feel like it's got to look a certain way or a certain percentage. Everyone's balance looks different. All right. That's what I have for you guys this week. So thank you guys so much. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.